Yes, sir. yes, sir. The man wanted to ride. What did he do? Swing down, sweet child. If you're feeling my vibe, then we can all just ride. If you want to get down, then we can all just ride. All my people, throw your hands up high and just ride. Where you're from, east side to west side, just ride. All my people from uptown to downtown. From Cali to NY, you know we all. From the floor to key to DP, just ride. How you doing, Ryan? Good, how are you, Jason? I'm doing okay. Doing okay. I, um... I'm uh, I'm just sort of just checking the news, just checking the where we are with the pandemic. You know, doesn't look good, but I mean, I know we're going to get to the end. You know, that happened in a hundred years ago, so it's going to happen. Oh, you're uh, you're a glass half full guy. Well, I mean, there's the whole long arc of history, and I think we sort of there's the end of the world fallacy where people think everything that you've been doing leads up to this moment, but then listening to these history podcasts I'm listening to, we just you realize like societies have been struggling with the same troubles over and over, whether it's corruption or it's um, equality, inequality, or, you know, what does, what are your, what does it mean to be free and dealing with just basic things like, you know, sustenance for your common man, health, all that stuff. So we've seen this stuff before. And then there was the pandemic a hundred years ago and somehow we got over that. So. Um, Do you know what's so, the only thing that scares me and that? like, and feel free to like, counsel me like if, if you already have a ready-made answer for this like this is what i need to know because um it's it's the world's current population right and that's one thing that history has gone against it's never been 7.7 oh, yeah. 7 billion people so if yeah. someone can make an argument why that's not going to be a factor in overcoming this pandemic i would love to hear it because that would definitely okay. put me at ease and probably make me drink less during the day and night well, it's the population's only as big because like the current technology and economics, economic systems and just social welfare have allowed the population to actually grow to this point. It's really a testament to like the advances in modern medicine. So if you think about the Spanish flu back then, they didn't even really have like epidemiology as a, as a uh, field of study. They didn't That's know true. about inoculations really became a thing throughout the 20th century. So like um, the vaccinations and that stuff. Um, <laughs> in certain circles, it's still becoming a topic that people are trying to figure out how that stuff works. But um, no, by and large, go, yeah. it's allowed many people to um, to sort of live beyond what they otherwise would, which is what's allowed the population to grow and the spread of wealth and therefore food. So that plays a role. It's interesting to think of this because you like everything we do our jobs our lives it's all tied up right now we're all, we're all living a common reality right now whether you're in canada or you're in brazil or you're in switzerland like everyone's having to deal with the same thing right mm -hmm. uh and that includes the nba so i want to just check in with you um just because the season's starting to ramp up the players and the coaches the media are starting to 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 head into the Disney bubble. <clears throat> um, full disclosure, I am a shareholder. So I do have like, you know, <laughs> I mean, whatever I say, like, I, whatever, I'm just disclosing that. Um, they, it's, it's actually kind of remarkable to me that Disney is gonna open their parks during this time period in Florida. I don't know, but um, just do you, you got any initial thoughts, opinions, feelings, um, anything, any particular incidents or anything that's sort of jumping out to you about making you, whether it's have any feeling about what's going to happen now in the, in the next few weeks, I guess, full anything disclosure, you're looking forward to full disclosure. Yeah. I'm a Marvel universe guy as opposed to DC <laughs> universe. Okay. I am. I don't know who all those characters are. It's funny. I get lost. I don't know. Oh, really? You're one of those guys that will uh, say like, Oh, don't you like it when Batman fights Iron Man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's how it'll be when I uh, when um, I go up to a little kid, my son. Just like, <laughs> yeah, it's like you don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't. Sorry, I can tell you about yeah. the Roman Empire, though. There you go. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry yeah, keep going. I, so we had kind of a COVID episode in the beginning, right? And I've had more time to think about it. And sports yeah. leagues are starting to open. Uh, I'm not as optimistic, and I'm not. Okay. I'm not, I'm not looking forward to them yeah. only because yeah. only from a safety point of view. Yeah. Um, so the UFC has tried fight Island, literally, okay. literally creating a biodome. And yeah, even okay. that has its flaws and we're going to try this NBA bubble. Yeah. 
I think I heard Stan Van Gundy on CNN basically saying, if this doesn't work because the NBA just poured so many resources into it, then then no sports can work because they're actually doing it the right way. Okay. And I would, as much as I'd love to see NBA basketball, I also don't want to see um, like a, I don't want to see Pelicans and Pistons finals because those are the two teams that avoided mm. COVID and, Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Right. Somehow or, it's like a war of attrition. Or, or, or just, uh, yeah, war of attrition. Or they're the two teams that didn't get snitched on because let's face it, no one can be <laughs> players on those teams and okay. different factors like that. Like I would like to see a, a competitive as long as as long as the meritocracy stacks up, I won't consider it an asterisk. I'll still consider I, I, I don't know. Well, like if if Houston wins a championship, I don't know why I'm bringing them up, but if Houston wins a championship, if Milwaukee wins a championship, you know, you can assign an asterisk if you want, but yeah, I'm still looking forward to it. Now, I do think in terms of a format, they did get it wrong. The, the, okay. The time is of the essence. Okay. It's my belief that in terms of player sanity and this whole okay. bubble thing, three months is a death sentence. You have to okay. do it in one month. It's basically three games to get in, and then after that, it's a hybrid of English soccer and March Madness. So I don't know how you would want to do it, but I know I'd want to do it where it's basically do a, do a home and home series. And just like in soccer, yeah. aggregate score wins and then off to the next round. And that's how the NBA season is decided. Literally, I think the NBA season should be decided in like 10 games or less. I don't so, see it. I don't see it happening in three months. I think that's ridiculous to have a bit of a regular season and then a full playoffs it's fool's gold. It won't work. I, I hope it does work, but I just don't see it working. Well, it will work. I think it will work because okay. that's like how they normally play with basketball. That's how the NBA is normally played. I don't I don't agree with the European soccer. I actually don't like how soccer is structured. I've had some different Indian colleagues in Singapore try to explain to me like how this stuff works. Oh, well, I'm like, so then who's the champion? Like, what's the... Well, no, like it depends which league. I'm like, oh, okay. So if they win the premiership champ, then they're the best. They're the best team. Well, no, like they they win the championship, but then there's the the uh, UEFA or the whatever the other one is Champions like, League. Oh, Champions yeah, League. Yeah, Champions League. And then I'm like, okay, so they're the best, right? Because that's where everybody comes together. Well, no, it just depends because some teams want to care about. I'm like, so then who's the best? I'm like, that's like, well, that's weird. And then the way they do those one and one games where it doesn't even matter, like like you're just you're just trying to get the score up. It's not about the game. I, I don't like that. Um, so you'll never. I don't think you'll ever condition an American audience to. Well, at least not in not at present. You won't not like that's just too radical a change. Part of the reason why they wanted to, they were really adamant on having like as close to the same kind of format was because they they want to have a credible champion. Where when they tout it out to the media, they give press releases, they can mitigate the best they can against people saying, "Yeah, they have an asterisk." Yeah, we don't like they didn't. They already knew it was going to be a challenge, so they didn't want to add to that. Um, I agree with, we didn't need the extra teams. I think what we could have done was we could have had the 16 playoff teams. We knew they were going to be in the playoffs and just have them finish up the regular season games among those teams. Now, what they probably tried to do is they really wanted to have a chance to get Zion Williamson into the playoffs. And I think that's a little short-sighted because like, I don't think that one player is going to make that much of a difference in TV ratings. Like, I just don't think that that's how it works. I think it works when you get sustained excellence year after year. That's when you get that draw. But I don't think Zion Williamson is enough of a draw yet for that. So I would have left off the, those bubble teams, those, I mean, those teams at the margin, like just after eighth place, I would have just taken the top eight. Just what, that's where it is. This is where we start. This is our bubble teams. Let's do the seven game. Let's do like a few pre, like a few warm up games, like, like say three games each, randomized. They don't mean anything. Then you get into the playoffs, and that's just how it works. I mean, the ratings, I think they were... the ratings yeah. are interesting because uh, there was a UFC event that just did really well, uh, 1.3 million buys, and it was okay. uh, Jorge Masvidal. And they yeah. it had yeah. a few, he had a few things going for him. You only see him a few times a year, um, people are quarantined, and it was just a perfect storm. It was a Saturday night. I, <laughs> The thing with the NBA playing all these games in such a short amount of time, like who's going to watch 
I doubt LA Lakers would play at 11 in the morning like they like some other teams would. But I mean, are people actually? Did, wh- I don't know. You is tell that me what they're doing. Is that what's going on? They're playing at 11 in the morning. Well, they're playing five games a day, and so you tell me, Jason. Like, are people going to watch five NBA games a day for three months, or not for three months, but at least initially? That's what is their end? What What is their end game? Because that's why I think less is more, and it, it could work. It's already an asterisk esque type season right but you know that fewer games means that that they're not really it's impacting their contracts to tv contracts right because they're expecting x number of games which is why i think they're being greedy because you're asking these players to stay healthy for a longer period of time you're asking for this who's they're greedy like the players don't get paid if they don't like if the league makes less money the players are going to get less money too for this year well, even going forward, like this, because what, what's happening is, is the, the, the league hasn't yet, their force majeure is the clause of the contract where they can just, because of a catastrophic event like this, they could just sort of say, okay, we're going to reopen the bargain, collective bargaining agreement up. They haven't done that yet. They've so, sort of paid players like kind of in goodwill. But if the players decided to like play hardball and say, no, 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 whatever, like they didn't have an agreement, then the, the owners probably would have just said, okay, well, we're going to have to wipe out the CBA and just start from start again. Um, I would I so, would think that, but well, man. that's actually the legal. That was the whole procedural part of this part. Like the players knew, so they had to sort of deal with what they got, right? So, um, fair enough. But okay, so well, someone's being greedy and someone's being very fortuitous because if they think that these players and you're going to get a meaningful result and they could stay healthy for three months, I think is is literally asking for the world. I I just don't see it happening, and I think you can. Maybe my European model isn't the best, but well, they've been off for four months. They've been resting, right? Some guys are even back from injury, like Yusuf Nurkic, and some guys are some guys are getting COVID right going into this. I mean, it's it's well, they would have got that anyway, right? So, I mean, some guys are not. Some guys are. That's that's part of the risk of doing it. So, don't do do it or do it. But well, do you foresee no one getting COVID during this? No, 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 no. And they they've acknowledged in their plans that they anticipate people would get COVID that when they do a test positive, that the way their plans are supposed to work is that you just, they get quarantined. They follow the protocols, you just isolate them. It becomes, I'm, I'm, exp- I'm not, whether it works or not, I'll just in a second. But the way it was supposed to work was, it would be just regarded as if a player sprained his ankle and he's out for like a week or, or two weeks, whatever that quarantine period is. It's like another injury so that you wouldn't have to stop the league. Now, if, it, if there's, just, there's just some exponential curve of infections where every team has like five players, then I think that they're going to probably just shut it down, right? But they're going to really do their damnedest to just not get to that point. Do I think it's going to work? I mean, I got faith that they put a lot of thought into it. Um, they've worked with the health authorities. Anthony Fauci has given some praise to their plan. They have He has basically not given praise to the baseball plan. By the way, side note, I want to just sort of pat myself on the back a bit. If you recall, like I uh, – I gave some thought that, well, like, how are the Raptors going to compete next year? Because, like, if they do continue, if things are still what they are and they can't just keep doing the bubble forever, I don't see how the Raptors get to compete from Toronto. They'll probably just have to form a satellite team. And then I just re- read that a few days ago that that's exactly what's happening with the Toronto Blue Jays. So I just, uh, I don't know, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, well, we had, um, uh, today or yesterday, the um, Canada just said that Blue Jays are not, are not allowed yeah. to play this year in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, what's going on there is they're just gonna their baseball is expected to just keep crossing the border back and forth, and I don't exactly. think that's gonna work. So that's not gonna work for the Raptors. Um, the just that was a side note, but the the with the like I, it's not a perfect situation. I get why they're trying to trying to you know start the league up because the idea is okay. I think the notion that okay we're just gonna shut everything down forever. Um, I think we're, we're like society is kind of getting past that. Now you can argue the morality of whether this is right or wrong, but like it, it and certainly the shutdowns weren't, it wasn't done a certain way in Florida or just really maybe all over the U S as it should have been. Um, but it is what it is. And now there's just a reality setting in like, okay, we are going to gradually figure out how we're going to have Starbucks open how we're going to have malls open, how we're going to get haircuts, how we can have an MBA. And yes, it's not good, but people can't like food concession stands, waiters, like all these people, like every single element of society, it can't just be not doing anything for now going into like four or five months now. 
Um, I think that that's part of the calculation too, among a lot of, yeah, we say, oh, they're greedy, they're greedy, but it's like everything sort of there, it's not just, oh, if someone's lining their pockets, yes, there is that. But if they don't line their pockets, there's also equivalent of how many hundreds of staffers are just not going to get salary. And let, yeah, me you can say, well, let me be clear. I'm, I'm only speaking to a certain type of greed uh, and, and it's, it's not greed so much as it is pompous and, and hubris and ego that they think they can get three months worth of basketball. I think that's where they're going wrong. They have to cut it at least in half. That's my only argument. And well, let the, let the yeah. chips fall where they may. Yeah, That's that's so, my thing. Okay. I mean, I think some people have thought, well, why don't you just do a March Madness style tournament? And I mean, I think there's a school of thought that, hey, look, if we can't come back and do the playoffs the way they're meant to be, then we don't come back. We just come back the second, the, the next year. Like there's no point in doing something that's just, it's clearly not the product that we sell. So they've done their best to try and create the, the, the format. So, you know, I mean, but here's the thing. I think this is basically a new season. You talk about Chris Boucher's put on, I forget how many pounds, like 15 pounds. Have you seen the pictures of Carmelo Anthony? No, the only ones I've seen is uh, Gasol and Lowry. Okay, so Carmelo Anthony, skinny Carmelo. He's, mm -hmm. uh, he just looks completely different. He just looks okay. super slimmed down. He, he lost five pounds, but he basically just did a workout that he says just moved the, the muscle mass and the weight into just different um, – he just worked out different muscles and did a different okay. diet. So he just looks completely different. So you, you'll see why they're calling him Skinny Mellow now, and he's going to play mm -hmm. the sh small forward position. Mm -hmm. So he's sort of back in where he wants to be. So I'm super curious to see how – he looks in really good shape. I'm super curious to see how he performs – but not just now, like, I think he sort of set himself up for a whole other run when we thought he was out of the league. He might very well, like, have another good couple years left. And that'll be, like, a good way to just sort of end his career. Like, if I were him, just sign one more year, call mm -hmm. it a wrap, say that's it. Because he's going to have a good year. Like, he, he's just in great shape. Um, um, and Nurkic is back from injury. Um, I think Joe was Joe Embiid was injured. So I mean, it's just in a lot of the young guys like like uh, Nikola Jokic. He's supposed to be in really great shape. Okay, I know he got COVID, so hope I hope he's all right. But uh, before Luka that, looks good as well. Yeah, and it's just this is like going into the next year because they've been off mm -hmm. for so long, right? So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what this play is like. I, I just think that to we all are going to see something very different from what we saw just a few months ago. Um, so just diving into a few other things like so you mentioned the snitch line so what's your do you have an opinion on that like do you approve of it did disprove like <laughs> do you think it's good do you have or what do you think about it uh, it's so uh, i i think a few, I think a few guys have spoken against it a few players have yeah spoken against it. well i think i um i should have said that in, in this in our drake podcast how the marriage of hip-hop and and basketball coming together and, and snitch is such a <laughs> turn right um and you know movies and things like that so I don't know who yeah. coined it, the snitch line. Snitches. Yeah, exactly that too. We've well, all heard think, it. Yeah. I mean, I think that just has been around. I don't think that was any particular rapper, right? Like, no, no, just, no, 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 no. But, but it is, it is, it is a common, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely a common phrase used in, in hip hop. And, um, yeah. And, uh, so Stan Van Gunny back to him. Cause I really enjoyed this CNN interview. Um, he said it's basically the right thing to do because it's strictly it's it's a health and safety thing. So um, unfortunately, um, yeah. if you're breaking the rules and you're affecting yeah. the well-being of others, I'm sorry. Like this is the if it's it, it, it's true. If this bubble is going to work, it pretty much has to be perfect. So yeah, mm. I mean, I guess I'm I guess I'm for it if I really want to see these players oh. not get yeah. COVID and play a somewhat of an NBA season then yeah. I'm so okay I um like I mean I lived in Singapore, I've lived in China. So I mean I've lived in in places where you just governments have strong um like there, there there's no um controversy when a government is gonna take a strong stance on something. So if you look yeah. at Singapore now, they are pretty much just operating normally. Uh people have to mm -hmm. wear masks when they go out. But they can go to restaurants, and you know, they, their schools are open, offices are open. So they're, I think, as I understand it, they don't have any local transmissions anymore. Uh, infections. Mm -hmm. It's all just maybe somebody's flying in, uh, and they've pretty much kind of really restricted flights too. So 
odd case somebody's flying in, they get tested before they go, they get checked before they are allowed in. And actually, even before they're really allowed in, they're sort of in a forced quarantine for a couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. um, snitch lines, it's uh, it's certainly appropriate from that angle. And yeah, like enforcement. So you can put all these guidelines in it. To me, part of why I think the infections are what they are in Florida and throughout the country here is because, you know, like you can put all the guidelines, you can appeal to all you want, but like something like this, you just have to have some enforcement. And that's sort of how yeah. it works like they, in Europe. I think that they actually were some places like Italy and Spain. I think the military or the police were actually involved in enforcing the rules. Like you cannot just go out unless you are shopping. We're going to check that. Yeah. Um, where, uh, so snitch lines, they are, uh, even though uh, Spencer Dinwiddie and Rudy Gobert complained about it, like, I understand that it's been used like different people have called in on the snitch line. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I think it's a, I think it's fine. I think that, uh, it's, it's sort of where we are in 2020. You just see it more and more people, uh, getting caught and it's sort of the video cameras everywhere are a bit of a, a, a sign that maybe people need to adjust their behavior. And that brings us to, so Rich Juan Holmes, who I'm really not that familiar with as a player, I think he's with the Kings. He is an, he was the first player to breach the bubble because he went to go pick up a Postmates delivery. <laughs> he uh, had to order some uh, food. Uh, uh, what, sorry? Postmates, sorry, Postmates is like, um, I don't know what you would have in Canada, but it's like DoorDash, Uber Eats. It's just a delivery Oh, food. okay, sorry. All right, Postmates, so, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe it's just here. I actually have not used them. I'm more of an Uber Eats type of person. If I, yeah, I don't really do that much delivery, but um, so um, he, yeah, so he went to go receive the delivery. He got caught, and so then his he had to be forced back into quarantine. Oh my um, god! So I, uh, I don't know. Do you have any? Um, I just thought it was an interesting. We knew it was some story like this was going to happen. Uh, so just thanks. to be clear, just if you get caught snitch. If someone snitches on you and it's found to be true, you're forced into 14 days of quarantine. Well, though, so he wasn't snitched on; he was caught coming back in. Somehow. Okay, so what's his I punishment? He has to be in quarantine for another. I guess it was eight days when he said it. I don't know if it's longer than that. Oh my so god! Eight days. I and the funny thing about the eight quarantine being less than 14 days is because the whole reason the stay-at-home orders, like in all the countries, were always like, hey fly in like say if i'm in I'm falling to singapore or someone's from singapore to california like say just stay home for 14 days like that's the order right so please stay home now uh going back to the enforcement like in singapore they'll actually check and they'll call and they'll, or they'll visit you and make sure that you're actually staying home whereas in <laughs> here in the u.s it's on our system but um it's a 14-day incubation period um for the virus to show up so I was puzzled why they're doing like an eight day quarantine or these other quarantines, which are like a few days, but I guess it's because they're going to do so much more testing that mm-hmm. in theory, if you've done like three different tests and you're negative three different times, like you, you're generally feeling a little more confident that they are okay. They are keeping clean. So I trust right. that they have the protocols. I think it's encouraging that you can see that, okay, they are taking this legit. Like this is not just a, it's not just PR. Like they're trying to actually run a good, uh, system in the bubble. I think that's what I'm, I thought. I'm rooting for them. I really am. Yeah. It's just, it's it's a couple things. It's the amount of time for these players. Three months. I have no idea if their families are there. How much yeah. they, they these, will come in later. Yeah, yeah. But even but still, like, a bit of yeah. variability there. Because what I if somebody brings in that too? These NBA players are used to life on the road. They actually probably like a break from their family, and now it's been <laughs> three months for them. So, it's it's life on the road, right? It works for some guys, doesn't work for others. This might be advantageous to the guy who just wants to go home to his family and just not have the distractions that he normally would. Great, but yeah, I, I did you see what uh, mm-hmm. Masai did or the Raptors no. did. They had their pictures of all the Raptors players' families waiting for them in their hotel rooms when they showed up. Oh, well, isn't that sweet? A little, <laughs> a little Pinterest uh, collage? That's cute. It's, <laughs> well, it's just all these picture frames. It's a boss know, move in terms of, I know what you're thinking, like the, the cynic in you is probably like, ah, they're trick, like, you know, like a very probably, uh, 
you just see this team just having this uh playing this it's like um trying to manipulate the players in some way like emotionally or mm-hmm. trying to is that what you're kind of thinking and with the snitch line as well right i mean how many false snitches are going to be but you know and it might become an nba meme where oh but i, I mean know. the picture frames like what um oh sorry i just meant yeah I just, well i'm talking more of like the, the the little games that can be played you know when when these teams are in the bubble um with the snitch line and yeah if people want to um use each other yeah, so i think like with a snitch line right is there's cameras everywhere there in disney um in the it's bubble terrible. so there's uh there are ways to validate what they are hearing right it's just it's just like crime stoppers you call crime stoppers yeah. it doesn't mean they just go arrest the first person that you snitch on they're going to validate they're going to figure it out plus for the most part too right snitch line is it's, it's any kind of infraction right it's like oh he wasn't wearing a mask like dwight howard got called out for not wearing a mask so okay then you get a warning hey you got to remove the mask um dwight has interestingly put up some kind of comment that um that whatever he doesn't he thinks the masks are pointless it's like <laughs> nice like the 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 basis of his opinion was because, well, we're going to be playing basketball with each other, sweating all over each other for like hours each day. Like then we yeah. got to go back and put a mask on. What's the point? That's his thinking. I mean, yeah, but it's not like you touch me and therefore you get like, remember when Rudy Gobert was all over Serge Ibaka and then there was that clip of Serge kissing the ball, like the missed free throw. Cause he always does that. So mm-hmm. everyone's like on Twitter, like, no, Serge, because it just like he was all over Rudy Gobert before the in that period. But magically, he wasn't uh, he wasn't infected. So it's just extra precautions, right? Like, yes, you'll be playing basketball, but maybe your game time, your playing time is going to be only with like um, with uh, who, who we got there with Anthony Davis, maybe. Dwight, yeah. you'll you maybe you won't be on the court with Anthony Davis all that much. Okay, they're on the same team. Maybe Dwight, you won't be playing Bam out of bio all that much, even though you guys were actually on the same game. Like yeah. it's just about it's just about having some kind of standard that they're trying to set, right? Because otherwise, if you don't have any standard, then you just say, "Oh, screw the rules," and then, um, and then that's when things kind of get out of control. It's like what we're kind of seeing in some states here. Right, but but um, you would also you would also agree that you you mentioned Anthony Fauci and like no doctor in the world is signing off that these guys should be playing basketball. Like, can we agree on that? Well, no, actually, Doctor Fauci did comment on the plan and he had faith in that plan, right? No, so, no, no, but but, but I, would, I would I guess what I'm asking is, Doctor Fauci, um, in your honest opinion, do you think these men should be playing competitive basketball against each other during this COVID? Like, I, as opposed so, to not playing at all. In other words, you have two options: play three months of basketball or not play at all. Yeah, from a health you know, standpoint, what should you yeah. do? So, I've listened to a lot of Anthony Fauci interviews. Now, his answer, like all the other kind of accredited professionals, will never be a, either or. He will say, "Well, you know." I've looked at the plan. You basically so here's the thing: if you if you're asking me what he would say, I can answer that question. If you're asking me what I think he should say, then that's a different answer. Well, he's so, he's kind of he's so, kind of a Hollywood doctor right now. I'm talking like like give me like a hundred doctors. In okay, right hundred doctors in America or hundred doctors in like China? I don't know, man. Just just give me like infectious disease experts. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying is is like if you ask all these different people, they're coming with different opinions. Like I get that. I can see how in Canada, everybody is like in, up in arms that they want to do the NHL, the restart. There's just a different attitude, like among different people in different countries, right? Like, you, like I, I, like Anthony Fauci, who is the top medical professional um, in this country, he said he's looked at the plans that the NBA had. He has, he has faith in how it is like set up. So, okay, he doesn't have as much faith in the baseball plan, which is not really containing anything. He said that too. Um, he's, um, I, I can't remember if he had a comment on what the NFL was going to do, because I'm actually not sure what the, if the NFL had a plan yet for what they were going to do. But the the point is, is that nobody is approaching it from a, there is a absolutist approach to this. Now you can argue that's morally wrong or not, but the approach that everybody is looking at this, 
And quite frankly, it's just a thing that you're just, you, not everybody's on board with it yet, but you're seeing it around the country, which is there's a risk-based approach. It's, hey, yes, there's, a, there's this risk. And yes, there's this trade-off. And it's like, how are we going to navigate this? Because you know we're at this point where they're not looking at it like, well, we should just not do anything. That's just not what they're thinking right now, because that's what they were thinking in February or in March when those shutdown happened. And they thought, OK, well, we're going to shut down for until May. Right. That's three months. Right? Three months is a long period of time. You're expecting that you could close this stuff out in two weeks. Now, we didn't do a good job of it. And now that we've gone past it, now it's like, OK, well, like, well, how do we manage risk? Right. Because you can't just shut everything down for six months and nine months. Into, like at what point? Right. So that's the approach. Now, whether you agree with it or disagree with it, it's, it's, it's another matter. But that's where, like, even Dr. Fauci, like, I don't, okay, where I don't, where I don't agree with him is because he's, at one point in his, one of his interviews, they talked about how, like, what measures were taken, like, in places like China. He's like, well, look, we're the United States of America. We're not going to do that kind of stuff. Well, we're democracy. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? Maybe that's actually what needs to be done, right? Like, maybe maybe you do have to have some enforcement to 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 enforce the rules of a lockdown so that you could just get through this pretty much faster right so like that is a controversial view here and anthony fauci knew it but he's a medical professional so he's weighing everything right like it's a policy decision as well as a medical like medical information is input into this policy decision so i mean like um you know, it's a it's a view that some people share. Like Howard Beck, his view is he understands why they're doing the league. It makes sense. It's part of the business. Even he's he's impacted, but he disagrees with the notion that it's considered a necessity because some people think it is. But no, it's not a necessity. I I would personally agree with that. I just I I understand why some people think that they can proceed with it. Um, um, there's a lot of money at stake. People go, oh, I know a lot of Canadian sensibilities. We're like, oh, how can you only care about money? I don't care about it. It's not me. It's not my money. I'm just saying that when you're talking about the kinds of figures you're talking about, billions and billions of dollars, like there, there is a certain thre threshold where you kind of think about that. Like they did shut everything down for three months, right? They did that. Mm -hmm. It was completely shut down. Just revenue just turned off, just like the airlines did. And... At a, and you can sustain that into loss and people are like, okay, I'm going to take a loss. Um, but at a certain point they're thinking, okay, well, we're going to have to find a way to move forward. Like there is going to come a point. So that's, that's where they're coming with, with opening this league up. Right. And so some doctors, and I've listened to some of some podcasts where Howard Breck had these two different experts on it. And one guy was taking a much more conservative approach saying, um, yeah, like just, uh, just, I think he was kind of of the opinion to not do it. I think that was his thought. Well, like, look, like the only way to just have zero risk is just not do it. So there's always going to be some risk. And then, whereas the other, this other epidemiologist, was just his approach was, look, I mean, I'm reasonably confident in the plan that they put in approach that they can account for the risk. They can kind of have mitigating actions where they need, um, because you you assume risk when you do a lot of things. When you drive in a car, when you like when you take the subway, like you're just, you're like, there was always risk that we lived with. We just calibrated our lives around it. And that's kind of one viewpoint, you know? I agree with that. Um, I guess, I guess I don't like, to me, the NBA is being half pregnant when it comes to this. It's like, okay, okay we need the revenues. We need to start this league again. And we're going to take all these precautions. Um, okay. I get, you just made you just made a, a good case, right? I would rather them attempt a league than than not, but I yeah. still think three months trying to get a legitimate, you know, playoff run in a, a meaningful okay. finals is just it's it's a not bridge too it. far. Yeah, and I I still think I I think you can serve both masters. I think you can make decent enough revenues. There's a less is more aspect to it. I know you just mentioned earlier, which I didn't even know about that. You know, really the the owners just came up with oh, this yeah. and players had no say in it, but this is you, this is pretend that you and I could play God because no, the players of, had a say. They agreed with it. <clears throat> all right. Fair enough. But yeah. I still think that less is more and you can still have the best of five series and best of three. And maybe, maybe don't go to the nuclear option, which is like, okay, guys, we're just going to do a March madness one and done. Cause that, those might get some results you don't want because we've seen players, we've seen teams go down, 
3-1 mountain <laughs> yeah. comebacks. We do want to see that, but it's kind of a it's kind of a mock season, so why not tamper with the yeah. rules a bit? And if you want to give it an asterisk, then give it an asterisk. I mean, it's it's fine. It's um, mm. people people give asterisks all the time. Again, we mentioned Nick Wright, who just gives three championship <laughs> rings to LeBron when he like doesn't even make it out of the first round, right? Because he can make up the rules as he go along. I think the NBA COVID league, sorry, the COVID year, which hopefully this yeah. is the only year, and yeah. then next year it can be a real regular season, maybe with no fans, but it'll still be a more legitimate season than this year that it won't be the misnomer that it is. Even if we do have um, like a hybrid playoff set where it's best of three, best of five, maybe Mm. three rounds instead of four. I don't know. Like there's, there's just, again, it's the three months that I struggle with because I don't Mm. think these NBA players can keep it together for three months because We have, I mean, we know what happened when they play an all-star game in Las Vegas. These guys just are not, <laughs> they're not in control of their vices for that long. I you just, know, um, you're I just touching don't see on it, something. That's, well, I, I don't want to so, go there because I'm not trying to label it. First of all, I think none of these no, not, teams can do it, that, right? I wasn't going, no, no, I wasn't going where I knew you think I was going, but what I was going to yeah. bring up was um, the, the idea that, like a, Brian Windhorst spoke about how the China Basketball Association was able to start up, and he's like, but their measures that they're taking are draconian, draconian. They cannot leave their hotel room. They cannot. Like, they come out and they stay in the room. And to me, I'm thinking, like, why, why is that draconian? Like, I don't understand. Like, you're staying in this nice hotel. You have TV. You got Netflix. You probably brought in some computers. You got your phones. Like, I don't get it. You don't play basketball. You go to your room. Like, what's the big deal? Why? I don't quite understand why not just play, these players – Anyone in general makes it like it's the biggest deal in the world that you have to stay home. Like, uh, in like the, a lot of these places, I bet you their hotel rooms, I mean, a lot of them are going to have balconies. Like, I mean, I just, I know it's a bias because like I've lived in these other countries where I'm like, you look oh, around, you know, like, have you ever man. been to an all inclusive? Have you ever been to an all inclusive? Uh, I have. Okay. Um, were you okay the entire week or were you one of those brave people that did 10 days? Say it again. Because. So some people can do some people do a week or some people do like ten days, right? Yeah, it's fine. Like, well, where I'm going with this, because to, to to just sort of get to my point was like, I know I'm biased, but it's like things like I mean, I stood on a train going from Guangzhou to like to um, or sorry, it's from Xiamen to Guangzhou or sorry, it's like I forget whatever. It's in South China. I was on this train stand. It was supposed to be twenty four hours. It only ended up being nine hours. Then somehow we snuck away into this other cabin. I've like you know I've done some backpacking and it's like. And you go around the world and you see like how other like how some people have had to do their quarantine living in like apartments with no balconies windows that don't open super small places in hong kong and it's like people in north america they have so much trouble like doing a quarantine and it's like the quarantine here isn't even a real quarantine because they're not enforcing it people are still going for road trips and still doing things and i don't understand like why they make it sound like it's that such a big and that's part of the issue that's why there's so many infections it's because everyone's wired differently and now like i'll i'll talk about my experiences right i Probably the best trip of my life was like a Cuba trip that I did in, in 2010, right? right? A lot of things happened. Met my wife, but even that, it was it was fun. Best trip of my life, one week all-inclusive. I wanted to go home after four days. Um, and I was not a prisoner there, right? I could go okay. to Havana. I could go to different parts of Cuba. There was nothing stopping me. So I'm telling you, Jason, there's people out there that just this is – it. it I know it's I know it's a privilege. I mean, it's none of these players are like Nelson Mandela, right? In a, <laughs> in a, right? They're they're not in some crazy. What do they say? It's uh, the jail cells was um, too short for you to stand up and too not wide enough oh. that you could lay down. Something like that, right? So it's what they okay. it's what they talk about the boxes they put these guys but, in. Okay, we un- oh, we understand well, that, but but some yeah. guys they just I actually stir- you know just side, just side, before you continue, yeah. I actually did visit the uh, prison he was at in uh, oh, Cape shit. Town, yeah, Robin right. Island, because uh, yeah, they, they turned it into a bit of a tourist trap. So I mean, it's, yes, you know, you'd think it was like a Holiday Inn, but anyway, um, sorry, keep going. Mm-hmm. The point is, is that I can totally see these guys going stir crazy. I mean, we've seen, I forget what player it was. Um, he opened up his room and he's got a king size bed. He's got a bit of a bathroom and he's got a decent sized TV. And he's like, that's it. I'm actually with that player. 
that's not good <laughs> enough for me, Matt. Three months, you want me to stand there? And ooh, he has a balcony. He can, he he's like a dog. He can get fresh air. He's like a he's like a prisoner. He gets one hour of of yard time. No man, like like I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I think you're in the minority that like, you can handle this. I don't. So then, let me take what you said and ask you this question now. And and some here's some context. There was. Um, some players, I forget, I think J.R. Smith was the first player to start posting about how like, how unfortunate he felt. Um, but he just said he was happy to be playing again. It's but hilarious. still, like, he, wasn't, he wasn't the only player to complain about the room. And Pat Bev, he just said, bubbles what you make of it. Like, I mean, Pat Bev, yeah. hard scrabble guy, just sort of always made, made the most of whatever he had. Like, um, I thought Richard Jefferson's comments were in the jump on the jump were quite in, um, insightful seeing that he just said look for weeks all these players have talked about whether they should go back and play or not because of the social justice movement that's been going on and how they were going to go and they're going to represent and i just do you think that the attitude that you're bringing that you're talking about with the room is congruent with the like the the display of kind of antipathy about something like the comfort of a hotel room at Disney, which by the way, the average family probably can't really afford, you know, like a lot of, there are a lot of families who are not going to Disney because they can't afford that. And these guys are getting put up there. And meanwhile, for the past few weeks, they've been talking about all these other things that they care about in society. And they're going to go to the league and represent, don't you? It's, it just seems like a bad look. <sighs> look, I know people, Richard Jefferson, of course, like had to be a goofa that I never enjoyed watching growing up um, to say something like that. But that's um, a, but you don't agree with that comment though? Like, no, I don't agree. There's, oh, okay. there's no, there's no correlation between the plight of a group of oppressed people and these guys potentially bitching no, no, no. about it's their comment. Hold, 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 hold on. About, about, I don't see a correlation in like, you know, things that are going on in the real world and then these guys having to be shacked up Ooh, they're shacked up in in luxury in paradise in orlando florida yeah they can complain people complain all the time i i'm telling you right now i've i've been lucky in my life i haven't you know i'm 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 not the one percent but i don't i don't even think i could be in in the nba bubble and that does not make me a bad person it just it just makes me a person that's been afforded uh, a certain lifestyle and I'm I'm gonna have annoyances, and that's just it. So yeah, good for Jr. Smith to say that because it's how he feels, and that doesn't. No, but that's him... not the point, though. Like, oh, well, you, what is the point? For, I'm, I'm missing the point. Because for weeks they've been going on about how, like, we don't. I want to go too deep into that political movement, but the idea was they're gonna wear different phrases on their jerseys. They're gonna. Yeah. They, they were all marching, like despite okay. the fact that there's a pandemic. So I mean, like you know, we were supposed to be social distancing, okay. and. So they're making, they're sounding very serious, very heartfelt appeals, and it's very commendable to see so many of these guys who are very prominent in this, the spotlight in the national media take stances, further mm -hmm. movement for progress for everybody, right? So, okay, that's where we thought we were going. So you're going to go and you're going to kind of just sort of help use your platform and cast a, cast more of uh, to spread further awareness on these issues that are very important to the society. Okay, so no. yeah. that's where we're at. And then yeah. with their platform, well, some of the first stuff we hear out of there was complaining about the food and the hotel room, which it's like it does it. Does, it wasn't a good look, and like it uh, is. Yeah, I, I. That's that's fake outrage and, and to me. The whole point. What's that? It's it's fake outrage to me. Well, no, I, I don't think it's fake because most people weren't really outraged. It's just me. It's just my opinion. Like, mm. like, see, this is the thing, right? And uh, when you talk about, well, you're accustomed to a certain lifestyle, but that's part of the problem, right? Is people who yes. haven't seen enough of the world, when they see it, they're like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll be a bit more appreciative of what we got. Like, like that's the thing. Like, it's just like these guys, these guys have traveled. They've been to China on basketball trips. Like if you've gone around, okay, maybe yeah, they're but, only but, going to the Pudong what district. Part of not seeing. No disrespect. Yeah, what part they of, might what very part well of... only be going to like the, the cities, but that, that's part of the issue. Like these guys can yeah. do all these kind of community outreach things in the States, but then if you're going to go do all this business in China, maybe you can do some of that same stuff there. But it's, it's like, just 
they've these guys have traveled they were aware they've they've gone they've been to south america they've been to africa like they actually have right these players have been around the world some of their international players are from eastern europe can tell them all sorts of stories about like what real poor environments look like so like, yeah, but they 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 also probably will complain if the AC is not at seventy two degrees and and um, they asked for tilapia and got hat sure, instead. Sure, complain I mean, about it, but you don't need to post it up on Instagram. Okay, but Jason, that's that's your fault for paying attention, and it's 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 and that's what we that that's what we I shouldn't say you that's what we get. Well, I, in I this, mean, in the, in the it's because it was covered culture. by ESPN. I, okay, I'm not like, really following well, stuff on social media. It's, but. it's what happens when you're in the soundbite culture. Now, you said that J.R. Smith complained about X, Y, and Z. Okay. I'm sure if you sat down with J.R. Smith and, like, you know, asked him, hey, what was the NBA about? Oh, it was rough at first. But you know what? And then maybe an hour into the conversation, you, you hear about his upbringing, and then he might say something, you know, really, uh, really noteworthy. Maybe it's like, you know what? Um, I really have it good. I, yeah, I, should I, agree not, with all I shouldn't that. have said that. It was just it was just a poor moment, and he has a platform. Saying. Yeah, of course. That's all yeah, I'm saying. I'm, tone I'm not deaf. saying these tone guys deaf. are bad human beings. No, I'm tone not saying deaf. Tone deaf. Just tone yeah. deaf. Yeah. Very so, tone that, deaf. So that's really what I'm getting. I'm just saying not yeah. a good look. It's not saying, hey, evil human being. Like even like when we talked about Pop in a previous pod and and um, and LeBron and their kind of stances on the issues there in, in the Far East and China and Hong Kong, like I'm like, I'm not say cat, you know, some people are so quick when somebody doesn't agree with what you're saying. Some people are so quick to just cast somebody out, say, ah, I just disagree with this person. Yes. That, that's, that I don't agree true. with that. Like, that's not, it's not fair to judge somebody in their worst moment. It's, it's not, you know, it's not fair. So that's not what I'm doing, but I'm just saying that it's not, it doesn't help further your if you, if something there's something really deep you care about you got to understand like and you're like have that platform but that then, is also that's also going towards what i was saying that I, I i think you thought i was going somewhere else but i actually think i was on point where okay it, it is the correlation i mean these guys have been making you know they were george floyd this and you know uh black lives matter and that that's great and marching i know that um i think it was russ and derosen right they're both from uh compton um yeah. they were um right they were together and how absurd would it seem now if uh, if russ complains because he doesn't have a personal steamer in his room right <laughs> yeah it's it's it, it wouldn't look good but again it's you can't you also can't draw a straight line there's no correlation to where these guys are going to have their millionaire diva moments and they don't care about poverty and, no 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 i'm not saying rights and all that well it's just it's just well then what i'm saying is it's not a good look but well, we all agree it's not a good look but it's also that's not all a that, good that's, look. that's what the statement was though i said it's not a good look i agree that's not a good look and you're right about that but also a guy like richard jefferson just kind of going all um <laughs> you know all Maury Povich on it you know we're let's <laughs> let's, let's let's make a big deal of it and I, that I don't agree with too because now we're just we're doing exactly what you said we're taking a guy who had a tone deaf moment and we're we're making it a bigger issue than even he probably intended it to be right well, he was well, just that's the thing though right you got to think carefully about what you're going to say and put uh, out there right you got to be self-aware you got to understand the world it's not a, I don't agree and also don't agree though with the stance that well, look, I have my life in my world, and that's what I know about. And just because I like haven't seen something, I don't. It's not in my world how other stuff is. That's a bit like how we're in the sort of social situation where you have people who are in like well-to-do neighborhoods of a certain socioeconomic and racial background where they don't know what's going on in their own country. It's like, well, I don't know about that community. It's got nothing to do with me, and that's that's where we're at, right? That's the same type of thing. So. Um, I just, that's my whole thing about COVID. I just, I just having lived in other places, having heard about part of one part of the world closely about how they're handling it versus another, I sort of drawing this together. I'm like, okay, like, you know what? Like people who have backyards, people who have like multi-bedroom, multi-level houses, it's like, okay, I know maybe you don't, you're comparing it to your, to your neighbor down the street who has a bigger house, but like, there's a, there's like, if this was in another country, you might have like five families living in this house. So it's like, I think you guys are going to be okay to handle this like quarantine with your net maybe maybe i'm actually i sympathize is the wrong word but i mean they still are <laughs> con, they still are confined i mean it, even if you're confined to um a mansion did you ever watch the godfather i have not no 
Okay, so basically, there's several points where they're at war, right, with other families. And the wife of Michael Corleone, she's, um, she's like imprisoned, and okay. then Robert uh, Robert Duval, the character he plays, Tom Hagen, the consigliere, says, "Oh well, don't think of it as imprisonment. You're free to go in the entire compa- compound. <laughs> this this woman literally had acres at her expense, yet she still felt like a prisoner because she couldn't take her kids." um outside so listen man it's i know that i know that if i grew up with no air conditioning for half my life and all of a sudden got it i probably couldn't <laughs> go anywhere else um and, uh, something with me as well uh we talked about me going to portugal i yeah. used to love swimming in the atlantic ocean now yeah. too damn cold ever since i went to mexico cuba um dominican republic okay. and that that gulf of mexico water where it's always like i don't even know it feels like it's 80 degrees it's not but then even dipping my toe in the atlantic ocean can't do it anymore so <laughs> you you kind of outlive you kind of outlive your previous standard of living and it's just yeah like these players should be more humble when they make comments like that but okay. if, if they're used to living a particular lifestyle and they were free to go as they were then yeah, you're gonna get instances like that. I, I put it this way: this bubble is not conducive to best behavior. It's just <laughs> not. If, if you you're not gonna get the best versions of these players, so okay. I think judging them like this, no. But if uh, if J.R. Smith is ever like you know out of COVID and he's still posting videos about him in his home and he's okay. still not happy with like, then yeah, then he's a lost cause. <laughs> but, but the, there's no way the NBA bubble produces best versions of these players either. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, um, I think where I'm coming from is, and, and, and this, this part is, yeah, maybe more likely not unfair, but it's just at least a thought in my head, which was, I guess a lot of these guys are coming from generally modest backgrounds. So we'd have just thought, hey, you know what? Like if you come from a modest background, you have a, just a view of life of like, I just like Pat Bev, Pat Bev's answer about like, hey, the bubble's what you make of it. Like the guy, like you kind of, if you understand his life, like he's just gone through just like tough uh, background, tough upbringing. He's just like, yeah, like if I have a choice of like where I was coming from and I just have to get, stay in this hotel like it's fine like i'm here to play basketball i'm just gonna mm-hmm. make most of it you know some other dude who just set up his video games he's gonna play his computer games in his room like um i think i think uh i think that this is gonna lend into like when you say asterisk i think the team that can win is a team that's also stayed partly mentally strong for the whole thing too 100 100 so then, yeah um i yeah and i think um it just when, yeah and the last point about saying not a good look yeah, like I'm not trying to just tear down the whole integrity and character of these guys. It's not that's not fair. Um, what, I guess what I'm getting at is you're talking about unemployment across the country that's like above 10 percent, and some estimates are going to be it's going to get as high as 30 percent. Just some people who can't even work or they can't cut hair, and they're just going to the only thing they can really do is like kind of maybe like scroll on their social media, and then they're going to see clips of guys complaining about hotel rooms. It's like that's the, sure. you know that's that's what we're talking about too, right? Um, that, which kind of also lends into what you're saying in the beginning, like your personal view. And I'm kind of aligned to it too, is like maybe this NBA restart just shouldn't actually happen. If you ask me, I would just say, hey, let's just lock it all down for three weeks and then we'd all be good. So that's my personal view. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what we should have done a few months ago. Um, yeah, I think so. Question or point, I don't know if you have a comment on it, but it's interesting. If let's say the Lakers were, and then, and then we can kind of wrap it, is if the Lakers were to win this championship, then <laughs> LeBron would have won one title in the shortened, like NBA post NBA lockout season when he was with the Heat against the Thunder, and then he would have won the COVID title. So, two of his four titles were be in these kind of strange shortened years. <laughs> what do you think? Like the the taglines would be about LeBron and his legacy. He's, I'm not talking whether you agree or not, but just can no, you no, I like? no, I, I, I can't, and it's, it's terrible. <laughs> they're, they're gonna give him. I'm thinking of all the people we think about: Skip, Stephen A, <laughs> oh, Colin, uh, Nick, Nick, Nick Wright might even be like, uh, well, technically speaking, during COVID, uh, he was only at eighty uh, percent brain capacity, so let's give him three rings, right? So. <laughs> 
Oh, I don't know, man. I that would be It'll, yeah. Right. Like if they win, the, 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 the they'll, knives, take, they'll the take the mental strength out. argument. Of course, the knives. Well, that's the thing, right? These guys don't have nuanced <laughs> takes. They don't care about mental strength and the fact that these guys had to. What about what about the simple thing of being in shape during this whole time? You know, because yeah. there's, there's the, that could not have been easy, right? Because yeah, you probably had to zoom your. Um, your strength and conditioning guy. You probably had to get yeah, fitness equipment. equipment. Yeah. And I know me, I, I know yeah. the first thing I'm doing if I ever hit the lottery is I'm getting a personal trainer. I don't want to lift a weight or start an <laughs> exercise without him starting it or ending it for me. And these guys are probably like that in the weight room, stretching. Um, so, yeah, of course, LeBron's going to get zero credit. He's going to get that. <laughs> He's going to get mocked. It's probably... Probably him winning a championship does more to hurt his legacy for some reason than it okay. does to uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, that's such a good point, right? If he he's almost better off not winning it this year. I think funny. so, but it, it's 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 kind of a LeBron thing to do, right? Is to win like yeah. a season, like because he's he's not a heel, but yeah. he's such a he's such a baby face that gets heel heat that yeah. him him. Um, him being this uh this this pillar right during the yeah. whole COVID thing because you have associated this whole um COVID time with uh, with LeBron getting in shape and you know yeah. the Lakers showing up and all ready and the only training footage I've seen is LeBron and the Lakers right so yeah. this guy's clearly ready he's gotten his teammates ready and in the end he's probably gonna get a zero credit b he's gonna get more hate and yeah. And see, he'll probably it'll probably be a knock against them that oh, LeBron James <laughs> can only win titles when in shortened seasons, yeah, in shortened seasons, right? Because, <laughs> yeah, um, right. yeah, so the um, because right. it's funny, nobody says that's an asterisk that that, that year with the Thunder, right? That's no. interesting. Um, people forget about that, that lockout season, nor should it be. Do you remember, yeah, do you remember no. teams playing three games in a row? Because I, yeah, I, I should, yeah, yeah, that's I insane. do. That's part of what led to insanity because they couldn't yep. have all the players all the time. You got a bit of playing time at the right time. Anyway, mm -hmm. um, just the, uh, if, 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 okay, this is just truly the last point. If the season ends, okay, we have a champion. The Warriors are not even in the bubble, so they're not in it. Let's say they come back next season, locked and reloaded. Clay's healthy. Draymond's healthy. Steph's healthy. They draft like a LaMelo ball or like uh, RJ mm -hmm. Hampton, you know, top-notch caliber player. Um, and who knows what else they can reload with. Um, then it's interesting what, and let's say they actually make it to the finals in the next season, mm -hmm. what the historians look like. They, cause if they're gonna, if there's a potential for this to look like an asterisk season, then like with the later on period with people later on, and let's say they, after next year, they actually have another good, like two or three years or they make the finals. Then do you think that people will be like, wow, look at this. The Warriors made like, Eight like eight finals in nine years, and there was just that one year, but it was a COVID year. Like they would just for just just totally forget that they lost Clay for a year, they lost Steph for like almost the whole year. Mm -hmm. You know, KD had left in free agency. They'll just be like, "Well, look how dominant this team was." They just forget that they just dropped right off the the face of the earth in that yeah. season. It'll just be interesting yeah. how histrionics works. Like when we talk about narratives, that's true. Um, and uh, it is interesting with the Warriors because you remember in 2016, they had the cap spike um, that allowed them to sign Kevin Durant because mm -hmm. of the TV contract money that they didn't want to smooth out because of Michelle Robertson. Well, because of the COVID potential like decimation, dev devastation of the salary cap, or well, as a result, like they might um, re uh, adjust all the uh, sal, like they might adjust the salary cap, like, so it ends up sort of knocking off what would otherwise be taxes owed. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, it would just, yeah. so just, I don't know how you would account for it in the math, but the thing is, is it kind of alleviates the Warriors because the Warriors for the past few years have been running with KD and this just machine, this monster. And now the tax bill was going to come due because they've had all these monster contracts. Now they're going to start paying like $200 million in tax which is like how much money they pull in a year from the arena, the new, new arena. So it would be just astronomical. And now heading into COVID, they might just get a bunch of that tax money just lopped right off just by virtue of like whatever formula they end up coming up with. So somehow like the Warriors will still come out, come out of this ahead. It's just, it's just not, it's just so true. Joe Lake of the light years ahead of the league. It's true. So anyway, uh, man, this, uh, I, I like this. Uh, I mean, let's, um, let's, let's give a, do you want to give a quick finals prediction? Oh, uh, I mean, 
I can't because it's like, like I said, it's just a complete second season. I'm- I think it's Raptors coming out of the East. Okay. I, I don't know why I'm having like just visions of Siakam and Lowry, just especially Siakam, just mm. unhinged. Like this is like his, you're right, it is a new season. I just see him, I don't know. I, I see like this guy being like, okay, this is a sprint now, right? Second half of the season, that's gone. It's kind of going to be rest of the regular season plus playoffs. It's a sprint now. You've been in shape. I don't know why I really like the Raptors. And I want to say Lakers, but I just feel like the head-to-heads this year that the Clippers have have owned the Lakers. So Mm. I don't know, but man, it would be so awesome if it was Clippers. I'm picking Raptors Clippers finals, and I think Raptors. You genuinely believe that, or is it because you want that to be? No, no, no. For whatever reason, I'm uh, Clippers. I I do not want Clippers to come out of the West at all. I would rather. I like Lakers and I like um, and I like uh, Mavs and I like Rockets, but okay. Unfortunately, um, okay. If a gun to my head and I had to bet money, I'm picking Clippers. Um, okay. And then, um, yeah, man, I think Raptors taken in the East. And then at that point, I do want the Raptors to win, although I don't know if they can if they can win it. But yeah, I mean, I'll always cheer for the Raptors. But um, yeah, I think it's. I think I just think the Lakers are locked. I think. They're I, I hope. I hope it's the equipped. Lakers. I hope it's the Lakers. Um, I think that they're just determined to to just really win. They're just playing. A, I'm trying to think of a team that, that I'm just so reminded of where they're just looking to sort of. I don't know if the word redeem because they haven't even really been together more than the season that they're at, but they just feel like they have to prove something, and they're just. Have playing, you seen the? Uh, have you seen the so. Lakers Clippers game? No, this year? I haven't. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have actually. So unfortunately for me, I'll I'll miss like three Lakers games in a row where they've just crushed teams, <laughs> and then I'll make it a part. Oh, the Lakers and and Clippers tonight. So the I think they've played twice this year, um, okay. if not more. So those games, right? I think Lakers were winning like three in a row going into them, and then I those, that's the game that I watch. Right? It's Clippers and Lakers, okay. and then I just see a frustrated LeBron. And even though they're in it and have leads at time, he's never settled in. And yeah. you know Kawhi, right? He's just that silent killer. Mm. And uh, and even though he's not on the court, the Clippers just win the games, and it's it's okay. so annoying. And um, <laughs> so Funny. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if the Lakers can okay. um, can can pass. Them. To be honest, I actually haven't watched all that many games. That's why I, I kind of was reluctant to give you a prediction. Okay. Um, the if the Raptors were to win the championship, think about what that story, I, I, I mean, they're, they're not compelling enough for the media to form a storyline, but any Raptor hater or denier, you know what the storyline will be, right? As well, they had to beat that bum Warriors team that was all injured up and then they had to win in the COVID era. So can you imagine two back-to-back asterisk titles? Some people consider that an asterisk title last year. At so. least, at least they won without Kawhi, which would be, awesome if anything but i don't I would... think that's what people remember i think like you said um... i think if, if 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 it's like this i think if houston la clippers la lakers the milwaukee bucks i think if those teams win right then they'll be like yep yeah, okay like you know you earned it they won it but if a team like right now the raptors or the jazz or the 76ers win like something like that you know what to be honest i think the celtics and 76ers if they won they'll just they might get them some credit but if a team like the raptors or the heat or the jazz somehow win this tournament because it's basically this standalone tournament at this point mm-hmm. then they'll just say ah it's an asterisk here because i don't think that they i don't think the raptors are seeing are, are kind of given that kind of respect you really they, risk, should, they should be yeah no and you really risk being that guy because i like i watch a lot of boxing and like when you hear people talk about Floyd Mayweather's career, that's that's every all of his fifty wins are asterisks. <laughs> guy gets zero credit, and we know why he gets zero credit. He's he's trash human being. Um, you know he's he's yeah he's just this. You know he's uh, he's okay. he's not a good guy, right? And I, uh, I, um, but yeah, but I was in. Sorry, just about the Mayweather because I, I watched only really maybe one of his fights, or at least one that I remember, which is. Mayweather and Pacquiao, and I was mm-hmm. in Indonesia at the time. Mm-hmm. We're watching it with some friends. I clearly don't know boxing because I'm watching it and I don't hear commentary because it's just in the bar. You see the TV, and I'm like, oh man, man, he's totally killing him. He's totally killing him. And then he lost the fight. I'm like, oh, I guess I have no idea how this sport works. That's 
because they I that was uh, like that was actually a tougher fight to score than normal but that's yeah. kind of floyd's style he just okay. he just edges you every okay. single round and he just gets he, that's what he does he collects rounds right that's kind of okay. that's kind of his moniker so but because of that so Every one of Floyd's, well, Pacquiao is the perfect version, right? But sorry, Pacquiao is the perfect example. Floyd fought Pacquiao at the right time, and he's and everyone always has that anecdote when it comes to Floyd's career. He always fought these guys, never in their prime, when they're coming up or coming down in weight. They, the excuses are through the roof. So that's okay for me because those guys sound like idiots, right? <laughs> Talking about Floyd Mayweather. I, I know why they want to talk about Floyd May Mayweather that way. The guy owns a strip club called girl collection and he's had domestic abuse um, charges. So that's not a good look. Um, yeah. He's a piece of shit individual in real life. There's no doubt about it, but you become that guy. You become that guy that just in the face of all this evidence can't give a guy his just due and if the raptors win two consecutive championships i think you become that guy <laughs> yeah right yeah. it just gets it just gets harder for you to make a cogent argument um you know i think what the raptors have going for them is like the only real weakness anybody can ever knock on them is hey do they really have a true number one is pascal ready that's basically it there's no other like, hey, they're missing this piece, they're missing that piece. Hey, they're they're not yeah. cohesive. They're, like, they're, there's nobody who says that. Everybody says that they're a really solid defensive team. They're very creative on offense and defense. That basically they have long athletic players, all can shoot, dribble, pass, get their own shot. Like, no one really talks about them as as a really weak team. It's just who's their number one, who's their go-to in crunch time? Is it Pascal? Because that's basically it. And if it's not going to be him, then that's their their weakness that they don't have the number one guy. So. We'll find yeah. out, you know. And you know me, right? I've done a complete 180 on Pascal, and now I'm because of him. Yeah. Basically, NBA All Star onward. I'm like, wow, this guy. He he's not only eating at the big boy table; he belongs there, and that's why I'm I'm, I'm confident. And I don't think I'm being a homer when I say it um, about him and the Raptors. I mean, they are number two in the conference, and yeah, man, they just it's a shortened season now. It's 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 almost a a parody of a season which might work to their advantage. Okay. All right, man. <laughs> that was good. I uh I'm looking forward to seeing it. I mean, uh ideally we just kind of get past this get the flatten curve, but uh we're going to do this. I am as a basketball fan still looking forward to seeing it for sure from the comforts of my home where I stay quarantined though I do not complain about it. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I'm looking forward to it, man. So, all right, man. Uh, any last words? No, I think we uh, think we got it. We hit it. Cool. All right. Thanks, everybody. You got any thoughts? If you have any predictions for the bubble, we'd love to hear them. Uh, please reach us at bayheightspod at gmail.com. You can also add us on Twitter and Instagram at bayheightspod. Thank you, everybody. Okay.